everybody and welcome to Dirty Work Minute, the podcast where we're watching Dirty Work, the 1998 Noah McDonald film, uh, one minute at a time. And I'm David. And I'm John. And today we got a very special guest. We're, uh, we're, we should be really privileged to have this guy on here because uh, people don't know this, but he was actually scheduled to go on tour with uh, Iggy Pop. And he kind of oh, canceled yeah. that to be on the podcast, so... I'm I was going to be a stooge, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so close, but, you know, he just thought this was much much more important. I just want to welcome the man, the myth, the legend, Chad Wago. Woo! Yay! Hello, all you dirty workers. Is that what you guys call your fans? We do now. Yep. There, we trademarked it. Can't use it anymore, Chad. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to call the people that listen to my Golden Girls podcast dirty workers. <laughs> Ooh, we should trade listeners one day. <laughs> That would be really interesting. Yeah, so today we are talking about minute number 10, from 10 minutes to 10 minutes and 59 seconds. The 10th minute. Yes. It starts in, with... In the top 10 minutes in this movie, where would you place it? Oh, from the first 10? Uh, probably near the top, because... It's ramping up here. We're, gonna, we're about to like dive into some action. Yeah, you know? something's about to happen. Yeah, no, like I only watched uh, from minute 9 to minute 16 oh. of this movie. Because I, I'm hoping that I'm going to get to keep doing this. And I wanted to make sure that I, w- I knew what's going to happen next. Uh-huh. So that you fuckers can't surprise me. We never want a surprise, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're very cordial. Cordial? Cordial. Sorry, just fighting off another stroke. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was watching it and I, I think that this minute has the mission statement of the movie. Oh yeah, this is probably the... We need to start a don't take any crap count. We got so many counts. Oh yeah, yeah. We got. Should we? We should inform Chad about the counts that we're uh, taking count of. Yeah, we've got the throwing count. The number of times uh, Norm McDonald's character Mitch gets thrown either into a dumpster or out onto the street. Mm-hmm. That's two so far. We got the uh, whore every, count. Every time you guys have one of those running counts, do you have uh, a soundbite from Sesame Street? Um, yeah, of course we do. It goes ah ah ah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Yeah, we've been doing that. We've totally been doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, we're we're way ahead of the game here, Chad. Okay. We're just, uh, we're we're picking up and going as, you know, you have all this stuff planned out from way before we even started, so. Yeah. (laughs) It's a well-oiled machine. Podcast machine. Yeah. Yeah. So now we got, so now we got the throw count. Throw count? Whore count? Whore count. count. And now I guess uh, the statement, the mission statement count? Yeah. Don't take any crap. Don't take any crap count. Mm -hmm. Which I think is three. I'll go back this weekend and do a count. So uh, this minute, we're still in the bar. It starts with Mitch saying, a guy like Travis Cole has a great life. And it ends with Sam punching his his hand, his fist into his hand saying, well, Mitch, something. Which uh, is the international symbol for one thing. Yeah. Uh, it's fist in time. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're about to watch. We're about to watch Mitch and Sam fist each other. So <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> That's a good way to solve any sort of uh, argument in a bar. It's just start fisting each other. Yep, yep. I mean, who's gonna fight you when you're like elbow deep in your buddy? <laughs> then you can use your buddy as a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> like, like in uh, the Incredible Hulk when he like puts his hand into the car, right, yeah. and then uses uh, his car hands. Yeah. To, to punch abomination, like you, you could use like your Norm McDonald hand, 
No. No, you were you were imagining Sam fisting Mitch. I was thinking of it going the other way. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. But it makes more sense, I guess, since he's the one with his fist out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mitch seems to be, for some re- reason, inexplicably light in this universe. <laughs> That's true. You know, enough for people to throw him however they want. So I guess he'd be the perfect punt, like perfect boxing glove. <laughs> yeah, just imagine how much more it would hurt if someone was punching you using Norm McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> but like, uh, I do like how this minute starts out because mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we got Trailer Howard. Yeah. She's actually, she's grown an interest in Mitch. Yeah. You know? Which is, uh, you know, it's it's not that unbelievable. Norm MacDonald is a very charming man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so who would approach approach him in a bar? <laughs> <laughs> Feeling completely safe. So uh, Yeah, and he, he gets her attention with a, a great pickup line. It's not even a pickup line. It's just a great line. When he's, he says, uh, you know, there's two, there's two kinds of people in the world. Ones that... Uh, the, those do, who get stomped yeah. and those who do the stomping. Yeah. And she asks him who says that, and he says what I think is my favorite line of the entire film. She says, oh, yeah, that, that famous dude said it. You know, uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the, the best line in the entire film. Yeah, yeah, it's the oh, best okay. line. Yeah, oh, yeah. sweet. I feel like I use that not as often as I wish I did, but I think about it a lot. You know, like, since this came out in 98, I think this would have been a great line for uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin to use. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, he had a pretty close variation to it but you know i think there's some inspired storytelling what was his close variation i'm not a wrestling guy you want to tell chad oh i'm looking at i'm looking at you man oh stomping a mud hole (laughs) right (laughs) that's how it goes right oh i can't remember it it exactly was stone cold uh, the guy who always talked about stomping a mud hole or was it jr was it like both of them with JR, like every time, so they have Cold a shared uh, catchphrase. I just remember he would say it at some point, at some points, mm-hmm. right? I never understood it because I'm not from the <laughs> south. I, I just remember every time Austin was putting the boots to someone in the corner, JR would say that he was uh, stomping a mud hole and walking it dry. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, you know, it's I, very descriptive. Yeah. But like, what? Jr. was very good with like descriptive terms. Mm. Like when someone would run away, he would say, "Oh, looks like that guy's got a case of the limber tail." (laughs) (laughs) Or like if someone's getting the shit kicked out of him, he'd say, "Like, oh, he's getting beaten like a government mule." (laughs) (laughs) Heard that? That's good old Jr. He brought a he brought a certain sense of realism to the wrestling world that is uh, sorely missed. Was he was he Stone Cold Steve Austin's like hype man? He was just a great commentator. Oh, he was a commentator. He was. Good hype man for everybody. Yeah, nice. he can make anyone look pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, his uh, just honest reactions to what he was watching. <laughs> like he was kind of a dude that if like if he just hundred percent bought into the fact that like everything you were watching was unscripted and people mm-hmm. were actually getting hurt, mm-hmm. right? But he was the master of selling that. <laughs> you know, saying even if you tried to like shrug it off, like this is all fake. Like when when Jr. says. Scott is my witness. This man's been broken in half. <laughs> like you, you, you believe it? Yeah, he he said with God as his witness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, that's just uh, that's just good old Jr. Yeah, It'll be Jr. <laughs> minute. You should day. try to get him. Yeah, you should try to get him on the podcast. <laughs> and, uh... He has a podcast. Like maybe you guys can like switch. Yeah, we'll he... switch him out for John. Oh yeah, you know, like I I I I gladly let that happen. He's uh-huh. a, I'm a huge fan of his. So, I mean, like... Yeah, so we'll switch him out with you. So, we'll fly him to Hawaii and fly you out to wherever he records this podcast. And you guys won't meet each other. Oh, be great. Well, and then you can just, like, show barbecue sauce for an hour and a half. 
the sound is fine. I, I <laughs> could, no, no, it's mostly like an interview cast oh, and everything. Okay. He talks a lot about uh, pro wrestling and college football, mm. but he also has his own barbecue sauce, and he makes sure to mention that. <laughs> if I could get paid to just eat barbecue sauce for an hour and a half, <laughs> I would do that in a heartbeat. Just plain barbecue sauce, like right out of the bottle? Like how uh, Frankenstein eats ketchup from uh, Big Daddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kid wanted yeah, to be named. That's no, true. And you also, he also, they could always, they could always won that that stupid game too, that I win game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was Brad. Yeah. Every time I watch Big Daddy, it makes me very angry because it's you <laughs> because know, you empathize with Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you know, like I hate getting bested by a child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the most embarrassing thing that could happen to you. What's well, the What's the point of even trying after that? The thing about being bested by a child is that you're stronger than a child. So it doesn't matter how how many ways that he wins. <laughs> like you can win in the ways that matter. You probably make like, more money than a child. I, and that's you, what are, matters. Are you advocating that I beat up a child? <laughs> you don't have to beat him up. <laughs> like most established most children will give up after you hit them once. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to watch out for the ones that don't. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember when I was uh, playing Rampage with my dad. Like, Do you guys remember the NES game Rampage? Like where you yeah. were uh, a Godzilla or a King Kong monster? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, if you get hurt, then you turn back into a little human. Yeah. But the thing is, the other monsters can go over to where you turn mm. into a human and pick you up and eat you. Yeah. So my dad's not very good at playing video games. <laughs> and he got turned into a human. And he's like, how do you turn back into a regular person? And I'm explaining to him. But as I'm explaining to him, I'm like walking <laughs> over to him. And then right before I finish telling him how to turn back into a human again, I pick him up and eat him. <laughs> so he turns, he looks at me, he punches me in the mouth. Oh, and he says, fuck Jesus. this game. And he hasn't played any video games since, up until uh, he figured out that he could play uh, video game poker on the computer. (laughs) That's a... Your dad uppercutted you? (laughs) No, no. It wasn't an uppercut. Like, I was much smaller than him. That would have been very difficult. (laughs) It was an overhead right. (laughs) You guys were uh, sitting down. How old were you? I don't know. Like, eight? Nine? Your dad's not a good person. (laughs) Yeah, he's fine. (laughs) I mean... Like it was, he didn't hit me as hard as he could. Mm. Yeah, I guess that makes it better. Yeah. <laughs> to kind of sides were out of that dark note. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's actually making a rampage movie right now. Oh, is he? Is yeah. he going to be King Kong? I or is know. that racist? I have. No. Is it racist that I asked if he was going to be King Kong? Uh, Should just, I have asked if he was going to be Godzilla? Uh, I guess it just it would just depend on what on what side of his race that you were referring to. <laughs> is it? I'm pretty sure both black people and Samoans don't want to be compared to monkeys. Mm. <laughs> Nobody does. Well, yeah, but we're all monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you should not say that around gigantic half black, half Samoan man. <laughs> He's probably just you know the charismatic lead that has nothing to do with the monsters that are thrashing around. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's probably flying a helicopter or something. Flying a helicopter with his big titty daughter. Yep, yep. <laughs> Is that what the movie was about? Uh, San Andreas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was trying to save his big titty daughter. <laughs> you know, which I had no problems with. What's her name? Alex- Alexandria... Dario. Yes, yes, that's okay. it. That's uh, the hardest name to say. If, if you've, uh, if you haven't watched True Detective, you owe it to yourself, man. Yeah, straight no. men <laughs> and lesbians, or like gay men that uh, admire physical beauty. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone owes it to themselves. <laughs> you know, for the longest time, I thought that chick was the chick from The Craft. Wait, what? 
Yeah. Bev Campbell? No, no, no. The other one. The one that was in... Um, the one that was in Waterboy? Yeah. What was her name? Faruka Salt? Oh. <laughs> no, no. That, that's a chick from... Uh, that's a chick from Willy Wonka, dude. <laughs> that was a band. Oh. I think her name was Faruka in the Waterboy. You know, also, like Faruka that. Salt, the band, is named after the chick from Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the only thing I was confused with, by was, like, because I looked at this like, Alexandra chick, and I was just like, dude, that's a chick from The Craft, right? And I didn't second guess it, because, like, uh, I was like, Hollywood's crazy. Of course, she still looks the same, <laughs> right? Until I found out that she wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, the Waterboy came out. 1998. Yeah, so that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you look at a picture of The Rock now in 20 years ago, yeah, it pretty true. much looks the same. <laughs> just way bigger. Yeah. yeah. Which is something you don't usually say about... Feruza Bulk. Who, yeah. <laughs> Feruza Bulk. So you were, you were actually way closer <laughs> than we were giving you credit for, John. And I apologize. <laughs> Listen, people, if I could advocate for anything, stop naming your kids crazy shit. <laughs> All right? I try to... I try no, to no more pilot inspectors? <laughs> no, none of that. <laughs> I just... I try that, to get, that's Jason Lee's kid's name. Oh, man. His name is Pilot Inspector Lee? Uh, maybe? I don't know. That, that I would, just know that uh, Jason Lee named it named one of his kids Pilot Inspector. <laughs> and Inspector is spelled with a K. Oh. Oh. Can you imagine if you were just an Asian man who was a pilot inspector? <laughs> yeah. And you're <laughs> people kept getting you mixed up with Jason Lee's kid? Yeah. Oh, pilot inspector Lee's coming by? I love his dad's work. <laughs> My name is Earl, his favorite movie. <laughs> we're yes, all that was Asian. a TV show. <laughs> and racist. No. Yeah. Me. So everyone I was racist. We're all Asian. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just we're all Asian monkeys. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, hey, we're Asian monkeys. People no. say we Asian monkey around. <laughs> Man, we're just a cauldron of pop culture references on this Yeah. Thing. I think, like, if there's any ardent fans, they should just keep accounts for themselves about how many different pop culture references we make. How, yeah. many, how many rails we go off of. <laughs> yeah, we're barely talking about the minute. <laughs> Was there anything else from the minute that we needed to mention? Because uh, we've almost, I think we've almost done every bit of dialogue from that minute no i think the only ones that we haven't quoted is uh who's the not norm mcdonald guy that's Artie lang yes uh we only did not quote his conversation with uh fret dude yeah mm, yeah, yeah, yeah because he yells at fret dude to leave a pretty girl at bar alone she is a very darwinistic type lady you know she's just like i think you two should fight it out and See who's the strongest. You guys watched the minutes before this, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys didn't just like all of a sudden like trick me into creating a brand new podcast. <laughs> you are we first start guess. ten minutes in, right? <laughs> the last two weeks where the podcasts were just uh, dead air that we were putting. I out. don't know. Is it out already? I haven't listened to it. I didn't try and look for it. Um, no, not yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> as of as of this recording, yes, right. <laughs> if you're listening to this now, there you can go back and listen to the first ten episodes. You should totally go back and listen to the other ten episodes. This one is probably the tenth best episode. <laughs> <laughs> in in the top ten of the first ten minutes, this one's number ten. Uh, uh, but anyway, cute chick at the bar. Mm. At first, I was just like, "Wow, why is she such a bitch?" And then I realized. Uh, Artie Lang was also trying to hit on her earlier. And no. his, uh, like, oh, leave this girl alone is just an excuse for him to try and, like, look good in front of her. So she's just like, yeah, I don't care about either of you guys. Just fight. 
Yeah. I think it's one of those instances where, like, I wouldn't, would I dip into the, would I dip into the uh, misogynistic area? Mm. If I said, you know, guys just kind of assume pretty lady at bars, she just can't just want to be, sit there, she just can't want to sit there alone, right? Is it misogynistic? I feel like, uh, I if anything, that's more, uh, what's that made up word where people are against men? No. Oh. Uh, irrational? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> is there a word anti-men yeah if there's men's rights activists this would be a men's unrights activist i don't know i know there's a thing called meninist yeah which like men night yeah and there's it, misandry but i think that's yeah misandrist hating all people no, no that's misanthropy misanthropy that's what i was thinking yeah God. misandrist is uh that thing where people are like oh god you hate men it's like that's that's made up yeah well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think she chose uh, the right direction to steer this towards mm-hmm. <laughs> just all out chaos. Yeah, right. It kind of makes you think about like, all the women at this bar. You know what they're up to, right? Like, who knows what Trailer Howard is going up to Norm Macdonald for? You know, she might just be like scoping out a hit, right? <laughs> and then she's like going to kill him later. Or... She's actually yeah. uh, the world's most premier assassin in the world of dirty work. Yeah, I think <laughs> she... that's what the movie is actually about. It's about her her assassinating people, right? Yeah, yeah, that's why it's yeah. called Dirty Work. This yeah. is this is actually a prequel to uh, La Femme Nikita. Mm. <laughs> so, how about that for a reference? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a good one. Is it white La Femme Nikita or is it Asian La Femme Nikita? Uh, the white, or one. rather, just Nikita. Mm. I'd say the white one. Okay, in some opinions, uh, the better one. <laughs> I I have no idea. I I haven't watched the TV show Nikita. Well, you know, I haven't either. As a kid, I just kind of used to Work. watch La Femme Nikita as a way to, you know, look at women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was also like 10. <laughs> so. I was watching MTV for that. Mm. Yeah, I was watching La Femme Nikita to learn how to kill. Yes. And it's, it's not great training for that. <laughs> yeah, no. I, David, if I was watching a movie to learn how to kill, it would probably have been uh, Leon. Mm. Not because it's uh, great for teaching you how to kill, but it's great for teaching you how to kill with morals. Yeah. <laughs> also kill as a child. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I was a child, and I also did not want to kill women or children. I just imagine David watching, like, uh, Goldeneye or something, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, who's that chick that killed people with her legs? Fomke Johnson? Yeah. Or are you asking her character's it, name? It was, was it Natasha? No, it's Zinya. Zinya on a top. Yeah, I just, remember, I just imagine David watching <laughs> that and being like, that's a good way to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> Crushing them with my thighs. And that's why David never misses leg day. Yeah. <laughs> that, you ever get into a fight with me and my legs start wrapping around you like an anaconda, it's because I'm going to squeeze the life out of you. And the only way to beat him would be to tie him to a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. That would not be the worst way to die for me. Uh, having Fomke Johnson squeeze you to death with oh, your thighs? Or me. I'd probably try to hug her and cry at the same time. Okay, Fomka, <laughs> not, not David now. <laughs> <laughs> David, if you're trying to come in like that, I'd just be like, stab me instead. <laughs> well, well, Fomka Johnson has her legs wrapped around you and she's slowly squeezing you to death. Would you go, Gene? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would uh I would scream I would scream that at her and be like you got to choose you can't have Cyclops and Logan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just uh this is uh we're just going over Fomke Jansen's entire career now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm down to talk about Goldeneye, man. That that one is my favorite non-Sean Connery James Bond movie. Oh, really? Yeah, because it has the best villain cuz uh Alec Trevelyan is the uh, literal like Bond's evil version because he was a double O operative until he turned bad. That's true. That's, 
Uh, so it's Bond fighting evil Bond. That is also that is always the best storylines. Plus, there's uh, Famke Johnson and Alec Alan Cumming in it, which means mm. that uh, James Bond is fighting alongside uh, Phoenix against Nightcrawler. <laughs> Was that movie a prequel to uh, X Men? I like to think so. Uh, yeah, pretty close. I think. Yeah, I think uh, Hugh Jackman shows up at some point. Yeah, Anna Paquin is <laughs> in there at some point. You know, it also spawned one of the best video games of the decade. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of good Slappers things came out of Golden Eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though like, it was more karate chops, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, I guess you couldn't call them karate chops. It's trademarked. <laughs> was that <laughs> or racist? Or racist? Can you uh, race marked? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like just as unbelievable as it is to think that you can kill someone with karate chops, mm-hmm. could you kill somebody by just slapping them to death? Yeah, I feel like. You could. I mean, like, I've seen a slap knock someone unconscious. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if you, like, slap someone unconscious and they fell out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to fall out of a window to die. Like, isn't that, like, the whole thing with a uh, million-dollar baby? Like, <laughs> she wasn't falling from, like, super high up. She was just standing there. Yeah, but th- that didn't really kill her. I mean, like, Clint Eastwood had to inject her with enough uh, adrenaline to... I've never seen this movie. Yes. Oh, spoiler warning! Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, I'm, she, I mean, she Steroids, doesn't. Right? She's, yeah, she's yeah, a champion yeah. boxer. She goes on and, and has. Yeah, yeah. She she, the, she the just like fell down onto her back, and no, no harm was caused. It's like her. A, it was a it was a lighthearted moment where she slipped on a banana peel and just fell on her butt. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Clint Eastwood just puts a cowboy hat on her <laughs> and then injected they, her full of cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> and they ride off into the sunset together. Uh, a, total like, happy ending. I, yeah. Thank you for spoiling the ending of the movie. <laughs> well, and it's like seems like a wonderful movie. And at the end, heartwarming it, family yeah. film. <laughs> and at the end, just Unforgiven two shows up, and you're like, oh, this was just a sequel. <laughs> 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 I think Clint Eastwood dies in Unforgiven, though, right? I don't remember. I <laughs> Well, I just spoiled that movie for you too. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So the last thing I have to say about this minute. <laughs> Is the frat guy's friends are named Terry, Jack, and Mike. I can't read my handwriting. That sounds right. Those are frat boy names. Yeah. I'm surprised none of them are Chad. Yeah, Chad's a good frat boy name. Yeah, Brad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should look Dad. at... They might, they might be like names of like writers or something or producers. Or oh, yeah. Like the, little Easter eggs in there. I don't know. Little Easter eggs. Oh, little Easter eggs. I don't, know how, I don't know if Easter eggs were a big thing now in the night. <laughs> I guess Easter eggs were always big, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think we just didn't know about them back in the day because uh, the internet wasn't as big. Mm. It, it's it's like how uh, back in the day when you bought video games, they would sell you the strategy guide yeah. because GameFAQs wasn't a thing yet. They mm. still do make and sell strategy guides, don't they? Like printed yeah, yeah, yeah. books. Uh, I, I don't know who buys them. <laughs> uh, I assume yeah. grandma's. Mm. I assume that it's only grandmas that are picking up games for their grandsons for Christmas. <laughs> or or granddaughters. Uh, fuck, sorry, that was sexist of me. Yeah. That's all right, you misandriest. <laughs> I think uh I think I think a strategy guide would be a great goof present. Oh yeah. For a kid that really wants a specific <laughs> game. <laughs> Give him the strategy guide for the game, but not the game. Yeah. Because yeah. if you read it, it's basically like playing playing the game. Yep. <laughs> okay. So I um, thought you were trying to look up the uh, to see whether or not those. Are yeah, I didn't see any uh, names of them of those that match. Okay, 
But if uh, you know, if I were to uh, grade this minute, mm. I would give it a thumbs up. Is that your sign off now? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's much better than yours. I got a good one this this week. Oh, you got one. Can I, I say something one. before you guys sign off? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was going to grade this minute, I would give it a ten, ten, <laughs> ten, 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 yes. ten. Okay. Or, or CN. This isn't minute a hundred though. Oh, well, I don't know Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Chad, for coming with us uh, to uh, be on the show with us Can today. I come back? Uh, yeah, if you're free tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah. Just, you just got to call Iggy Pop and tell him that Chad has can't meet him at the next city. Yeah, if you can take the whole week off from well, your tour with Iggy Pop. Actually, uh, when I told him that I wanted to do this podcast instead, I, I got fired. Oh. Oh. So um, I, I'm actually free all week. Oh, nice. Cool. Well, I guess you're here with us all week, Yeah. Then. All right. Cool. Okay. Fuck you, Iggy. <laughs> and uh, listeners, I hope you guys will join us tomorrow here on Dirty Work Minute. I love you. Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible. <laughs>